0: Hello everyone and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in Dallas. And uh, once again, I am drinking uh, a beer from from, uh, a new brewery here. It's called Pegasus City Brewing, out of Dallas, Texas. This beer is called Porch Ale. Pretty apropos because it is basically an English mild, I guess. It would be a a pretty good descriptor of it. It's a little nice malty 5% beer. Got a little funk hops to it. When I say funk hops, I mean it's got a lot of like herbal spicy. And uh, it's super clear, super clean, and super crushable. So I am quite, quite the fan of this little beer. Um, we are joined tonight by uh, His Highness Frank Pottery. I'm bringing that name back. Has the third. A, has the third, of course. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> we haven't heard from you in a while. Uh,
1: no, the monarchy's keeping me busy, Brian. It is uh it's not easy running a kingdom. A kin a kingdom? A kingdom. Yeah, kingdom. I don't know what that is. It's 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 kinda like a kingdom, but it's all offspring. So it's oh. uh nepotism? Yeah, yeah no, hundred percent. There's Do you monarchy in- gives that away, right? Do you
0: like, work in the White House?
1: We just don't discriminate in the kingdom. <laughs> That's all. <clears throat> Uh, little do people know so monarchy right there's like blood relatives and all that bullshit i said you can buy into it that's the way i see it oh good kind of like scientology right right? Mm -hmm. i've got levels within my kingdom multi-level marketing you can purchase it and then maybe you can be second in line to the throne if second in line to the throne is empty I haven't really thought through that. What is so that? I'm really many, betting on people buying into this scheme.
0: How many people do you have to have in your downline? Cause that's, I've heard that's it's, important,
1: you know, so I'm really hesitant to call it an MLM, mm-hmm. but the scheme really speaks to me in such a way. So, okay. Um, yeah, downline, I'd say probably anywhere from 10 to 15 consistently, uh, paying dues members and dues are a hundred bucks a month. So, um, Small. I mean, it is a small fee to pay to be part of the um, greatest kingdom out there. Um, So, yeah, it's not it's not an easy fee, Brian, by any means. It keeps one busy every once in a while. You got to, you know, not be there for a cast recording. Mm. But for the most part, I mean, you really just sit back and the wheelbarrows of cash roll in. So it's not yeah, it's wheelbarrows. That's what y'all measure it in, huh? I measure it in wheelbarrows because we obviously have to launder it. Some people go laundry baskets, other people go um so obviously you got to put that through the washing machine. So some some go pre to post wash. I don't think right? you, there are many units of measure here you
0: can I don't do. think that's how that's done. I'm like 40% sure that's not how that's done. Oh damn
1: it. You got to you got to talk to my money guy and tell him how it's done then cuz he he keeps telling me we got to go got to launder it. Right.
0: Your so, money guy is the guy in the money suit who yells at people for uh leaving money on the table for taxes. He's like
1: He he does keep telling me I need to have my own money suit. Yeah. And it's 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 becoming a problem because I keep I keep having to charge stuff to a credit card and I mean they're starting to hit me with light dues, Brian, and I don't I, I need to pay off the card. I don't need a money suit. Right? Like this stuff needs to actually get to the bank. So <laughs> Okay. It's all part of ruling the kingdom. I don't... So, uh, yeah. need a new marketing genius. Probably a finance... Brian, you want to be my finance guy? Um, I'm like not really... know more about laundering money than he does. I'm not
0: really liquid at this moment. Is that a term
1: that's used? I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, we're very liquid. We just don't have access to it. Oh, fair. I guess. <laughs> the money's all wet. Money's all wet. <laughs>
0: so what you need is a dryer. They're hanging
1: out in the washer. <laughs>
0: I don't. Th- I think we probably need to get someone else involved because I don't think we're going to be very good at this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. No,
1: with you. no, no. laundering's more difficult than they make it seem on Ocean's Eleven. So, um, I think you might have missed the purpose that, of yeah. that movie.
0: <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I, said, I think you might have missed the purpose of that movie.
1: I thought it was just to look at Julia Roberts and George Clooney make out. Ugh, God. First off, never mind. That's no, what I mean. I was. That's what I was there for. All right, right fair. That is, that's why I showed up fair um she was really hot in that movie she was all right gorgeous all right um <laughs> as is i mean your specimen and, specimen oh man how's that no drinking going for you frank <laughs> uh, um so the uh yeah the drink of choice tonight is soda water um one of my favorites and additionally the wife said I should start tasting the different-flavored Diet Cokes.
0: I've not, I've not been able to find them. I, like have oh, them, I haven't been able to find don't. them at
1: all. I've had them. They're good. Is that right? Uh, mango being my favorite. So I will, <clears throat> on the next cast, have those lined up. We 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 had a bunch of them, then drank them, and we need to get some <laughs> more. So I'll, I'll have those ready for the next cast. But in the meantime, uh, the coconut soda water industry can go suck a fat one. That is the worst, worst soda water known to man. It's uh, scary. Are you talking about LaCroix? Or are you talking about just like... is there yeah, a Coconut movie? water in general. Coconut soda water, sorry, in general. I don't think I've ever Artificial had... Artificial coconut flavor oh, okay. is bullshit.
0: Yes. I thought you were talking about like coca- coconut water that you found that is carbonated. I'm like, that's super specific.
1: I bet it's real milky too. <laughs> I bet, well, have you ever had coconut water? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's got an interesting flavor, like an aftertaste to it that I'm not a huge fan of, but
0: it's not bad. It's not, not like, bad. I quite enjoy it.
1: So yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not one to complain. Um,
0: uh, it sounds like you're kind of complaining. It sounds like something someone would say when they're complaining.
1: I, it is right, isn't it? It's it's one of those like. Sweetie or uh, Bless their heart Right like you're about to say something real negative That's exactly what's about to happen Yeah it's one of those things So I'm not normally one to Complain when it comes to The soda water industry Mm -hmm. I I do enjoy Myself some carbonated water but The coconut Soda water I don't even know what do we we call them a cartel Right (laughs) Yes. Should we call it the coconut flavor cartel? I don't think so. I don't. They think need to get it. out of town. Not everything needs coconut flavor, first off, and unless there is like granules of coconut that I can taste and chew on, mounds, almond joy. I don't really <laughs> think that I want the coconut flavor because it's normally fake. It's not. So you
0: know, it's... you you've you ever cooked with coconut besides in like classic coconut? Yeah, I mean dishes? Indian
1: food has a lot of coconut milk. I like coconut milk.
0: Yeah, but they don't. It doesn't taste really coconutty. It tastes just kind of milky with like a hint of afterbirth, a coconut afterbirth. If you okay. want if you want real coconut flavor to come out in your food, you actually have to roast it first. You can't just get it from yeah. the meat. You have to, to- like guess to toast the coconut shavings and then throw it into your food, and then you have like
1: a coconut shrimp, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Coconut shrimp did you get from uh, Long John Silver's. That tastes, I mean, reeks of coconut.
1: No, you don't have to get them from Long John. You can make those. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you
0: have to buy those only from... They said they were exclusive. Have I been lied to <laughs> my entire pretty sure life? i they
1: have a trademark on the huh. entire coconut shrimp industry. Yeah, I I've always
0: thought it was weird that they did beer-battered shrimp at a drive through restaurant. I was trying to get fucked up mm. off some shrimps.
1: I I ask know. them what kind of beer they're using. Hmm. No, 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 sir. It is beer essence. We, we we just put some beer essence in the in the dough. It's, it's otherwise, I mean, do you not think the 16-year-old fry cook would be hammered 99% <laughs> of the day? Like, oh, it's point. noon. Time for my first beer. <laughs> yeah. One for you, two for me, and it's actually well, I think actually what happens is is the cashiers and the fry cook have a little bit of a a thing going on. So it's like you better – everybody who comes in, you push that beer-battered shit on them, and we can split beers. Beer-battered shit. They've got a little little beer (laughs) ring going on, and it's all about pushing beer-battered shrimp out the window.
0: I mean, if you're doing that, why wouldn't you just say, like, hey, every time that the most popular menu item comes up, like, I'm going to ring it up as beer-battered shrimp. We're going to charge them for this. You're going to send out that. That
1: way – It runs our inventory correctly. That's why we need you as the chief money launderer (laughs) of the kingdom. Kingdom. I'm just saying. I spent all of my Monday trying to figure out how we're gonna dry this money. Literally dry it. It got really wet in my washers. Well, it was.
0: It has been pretty rainy here in Texas, so it has. I imagine. Yeah,
1: I didn't even need to use the washer. God damn it.
0: Yeah, you. I mean, that's wasting money.
1: Uh Uh,
0: It's overhead laundering. (laughs) This is, is dumb. This is a dumb. This is a dumb conversation to be having. It's been this is the dumbest shit I've ever. All right. Partaken so, in. Brian,
1: um, yeah, soda water. I'm a huge fan. Coconut, hate it. Um, how was your? How's your week been this week? Because I feel like for me, this week has been sort of a drag. I've been too hot.
0: Um, it's been kind of a beatdown. There's just been a lot yeah. of work so my job revolves around uh, it's like cycles of work. And yeah. there will be lulls like uh, Monday and Tuesday. I didn't have shit to do. I literally could not do any more work because all the work that I had to do depended on people turning their stuff in to me. So, uh, yeah. And then everybody comes last minute. Yes, or late. And then I have to work backwards. You know, the the, the age-old saying fuck you Brian that's basically what happens on Wednesdays and Thursdays of weeks like this so it's all good Uh, it's just one of those things I I work in an open office environment okay which if you've never for you or the listeners if you've never worked in a in a room with nine other people and I'm not talking cubicles I'm not talking like little walls where like there's some sound baffling and some sense of privacy No, none of that. It's just nine open desks, like in a room with people and no one works it. Like there's only four of us that work on the same team and other five people are doing their own thing. So there's a shit ton of conversations happening in one space. It, it, it fucking sucks a lot of times to actually focus in and do work. So yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know how people do it on a regular basis. On the open desk, yeah. You know, open desk is you don't notice it when you're working, but you notice it very much when you have nothing to do. Uh, No, no, no. It's
0: the opposite. I don't notice it when I'm not working because if I don't have a reason to be at my desk, like I won't be there. But there's a reason that I'm at my desk when I'm doing work and I have to mm. like throw headphones on so I drown out outside noise. Because work I'm I'm doing is not necessarily mindless work. It's pretty tedious stuff involving... Yeah. Like, it's, it's tedious shit.
1: So do you, do you have a bunch of chatters?
0: It's a bunch of chatters, and then being it's an open open office, the people there are people who will walk by and just start up a conversation with me because it's like, mm-hmm. it would be like walking into a lunchroom in like a high school, and you just see everybody Trying sitting at tables. Have, yeah. and Everybody's like, oh, cool. Hang in and talk to Brian for a second. Hey, dickweed. Brian's got stuff to do. So did
1: y'all... Did y'all have any uh, riveting gun control <laughs> conversations at your office like Troy did? Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I, I've i been Debbie Downer in my office when it comes to uh, gun control and uh, shootings. Because, you know, Mrs. Bryan is a school teacher, and uh, Mrs. Bryan's uh, school went in lockdown uh, last week. Oh, and then when I explained to the people who I work with why I was uh, not in a very fucking talkative mood, <laughs> they were like, oh, well, she can, like, text you, right? I'm like, no, 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 she can't text because her job is to protect the children that are in her classroom. They're like, yeah, but, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, oh, no, no, it, it, it is a big deal. Because there's a very, I mean, if if there's an active shooter, there's a very real possibility of her not coming home yeah i'm like and yeah so that kind of stops most conversation or debate (laughs) people really don't want to continue to have that conversation
1: Uh, no i can believe that
0: like it's and i didn't mean to stop this conversation (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time it's like when the truth comes out and you're not talking about bullshit like one way or like oh and th- it's not called an assault rifle that's not what the ar means hey fuckhead it yeah. doesn't matter what it's called i only know the sound it makes when it takes a man's life that's a tropic thunder reference but it's also very true <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what you're calling it what what matters is like someone's parent or someone's kid is not coming home so fuck fuck calling it what you want this is the problem. So yeah, no, no haven't I, had any, haven't had any fun debates. What was Troy's? I, I guess I missed it.
1: Uh, no, Troy was just saying that he had a, a very riveting gun debate in his office the day after the Parkland shooting, which is insane. That's I mean, I'm, anybody getting into a gun debate that early and like sustaining it with passion. Ah, just settle down just settle down a little bit right like i i'm I'm all for activism and hey get people out to vote speak your mind all that but man not maybe maybe don't bring it to the office so quick you know like maybe maybe test the waters first kind of see where public build up your your case around public opinion That's that's really like being the first person to volunteer to walk across the hot coals, figuring out they're really fucking lava. Like it's (laughs) I don't understand. Or a freshly
0: frozen a freshly frozen lake. You're like no no, it should be good. This is thick enough guys, don't worry (laughs) about it, and then you sprint out there.
1: Like, I don't why are we doing this? Just wait. Let's see where we're headed
0: here, and then let's have the debate. Well and then you need then you need to have a really well made stinger so that when you do have an opinion yeah, that's
1: right yeah. oh poppy that way oh, people poppy. <laughs> that way people know
0: you mean business and that you're a very serious individual <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's not uh, not one of those that you tread lightly into, even though I think most of the world would agree on the solution to it um America's the land of the free, so freedom <laughs> um freedom doesn't
0: come free frank
1: <sighs> no it doesn't you know my ar-15 back in my mama's house cabin range trailer, dually, trailer. right like you just start rattling off fucking relationships and homes um yeah, I I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think the overall momentum that's been built leads to better than now. Yeah, um, and that's all we need. We just need better than now. We're not going to win the the debate because there there's there really is no winning a gun debate in a country where guns are a basic right, but healthcare isn't. So let that sink in. But regardless, guns <laughs> are a basic right. Uh, We're not going to reverse that. So making a little bit of progress, I think, is is victory. And we we keep trying to make progress. I'm not a person that wants to ban guns. I shot my first gun when I was like fucking three years old. I do enjoy target practice. I enjoy hunting. I don't need an AR-15 to do either. So, um, yeah, kind of funny. But (laughs) it'll be hilarious when we start boycotting Walmart because we know that that will lead to starvation in the AR-15 community. So,
0: uh, you know, uh, it's funny <laughs> you mention that. There's some people who got really butthurt at Dick's Sporting Goods yesterday oh. when we were recording this. They Dick's Sporting Goods announced that they weren't selling AR-15s and they were uh, raising the the legal buying and purchasing age for rifles. <laughs> and people the were 21. like, "Take my business elsewhere. Yeah. Okay, dickhead. Right now you can literally go Anywhere and buy any gun that you want <laughs> and uh got well, kind th- of I mean, semi-taking
1: business elsewhere, fine.
0: Do it. Go you ahead. weren't buying you weren't <laughs> buying goddamn groceries at Dick Sporting Goods. Mrs. Bryan <laughs> texted me and was like, Hey did you see this? We're only shopping at Dick's And I had to be a kind of a dick And be like I can't remember the last time we shopped at Dick's Real talk yeah. I can't remember the last time that I went to Academy I can't remember the last time that like I, well, Academy's
1: bankrupt so you won't be going Probably at all at
0: no, no one tells Texans that Especially North Texans Because they're just like well, where else am I getting my pitching machines And corn feeder a pitching machine. <laughs> oh, no. You
1: replace those on a yearly basis.
0: God damn it, we got to get new nets for the batting cages and a golf club, a, a single 6 iron. What? heck about your 6 iron, man?
1: You do realize batting cages are not equivocal to targets, right? And no, I don't, sir. I don't. I get I get new batting cages every year because I hang the target up at the end. I get,
0: I get myself a pallet of deer corn and then I'll go over and I buy a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> and some running shorts.
1: What the fuck? Can are you, you imagine buying? someone who sets some a deer feeder up at the end of a batting cage and then just... Waits. <clears throat> what a dick! That way- <laughs> what? what an absolute <laughs> asshole!
0: That way, I got a trap. I just took my four wheeler up to the other end, and I got myself a net.
1: <laughs> I bet that happens. I can almost guarantee you that happens. I can guarantee you that. Oh my God. <laughs> Man, and hunt, hunting not easily is so much fun, right? Like going and stalking prey, figuring out where they're moving, walking miles to find them. Yeah. I know. Sounds <laughs> no. un American. Yeah, is. no, I like It's to, a lot of fun, though. The term
0: fish in a barrel was coined here in America for a reason. <laughs> Right. I like to go hunting and have a guaranteed amount of meat coming back home with me
1: also hilarious on on the hunting fishing part they tell you when they stock certain fish in certain rivers, oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, hilarious
1: that is that is I mean no other country does that uh. On, so other countries stock but they don't tell people when they do because you know they want to sustain an ecosystem Nah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not about coming to catch Fuck it. every fish we just put in the damn river have you ever heard of capitalism
0: <laughs> frank you ever heard of capitalism that's how this shit works dude supply and demand they
1: are simply trying to sell licenses that's right <laughs> i don't know there's some things about this country that are just hilarious Especially that. How about the fact that that part hits me every time?
0: There are more tigers in captivity in the state of Texas than there are in the rest of the world in the wild. Mm. So I had a conversation with a coworker today. She was uh, she was wanting to get she wants a dog but doesn't want to have to pay the pet deposit. Okay. At her apartment. Yeah. She goes, man. I want to breaks the bank. She goes, I want to get a bunny. I go, that's a bad idea. (laughs) She was like, yeah, they would never know that I have a bunny rabbit. I'm like. No, no, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna figure that out. I was like, but
1: you for sure will. Those things are assholes. They I, are delicious. I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't think she's buying it for eating purposes. Could well,
1: be. I'll tell you right now. You let Uncle Frank babysit that bunny. It's gonna be probably on a spit on my fucking grill. We eat that for dinner tomorrow night. That shit is so good. Okay, a little rosemary Americans, and butter. Do yourself a favor. Have some jackrabbit. Okay. So, a little salt, a little pepper. Take the organs out. Stick a spear through it. Did you say organs? <sniffs> Put it on a spit. Yeah. I get think... that shit on a spit as quick as you can. No head, obviously. You can eat the head. But I,
0: I like uh, rabbit don't cabeza don't or uh, a rabbit fox <laughs> Yeah, that could be totally <laughs> different. <at a rabbit. laughs> well, so,
1: yeah, what I would say is it's just. You know, uh, yeah, definitely chop the head off. You're gonna want to take the skin off the rabbit.
0: No shit. Do you leave the fur? How does that work?
1: No, I mean the fur makes a nice pencil holder. Shut up. This is. Well, the good news
0: is, hey, you uh, decide to cook your rabbit up. You got four lucky charms, if you know what I mean, huh?
1: You do. (laughs) You absolutely do. I mean, what I would say is. (laughs) If you haven't had rabbit, do it. You'll understand why they populate. I mean, it, it, much more sustainable than any beef you'll ever eat. They do uh, first off. They do repopulate pretty quick. You probably will get Peter to hate you, which is fantastic, because those people need to fuck off. So I'm
0: not going to lie. You can only have so many lucky rabbits' feet keychains, because otherwise you look like a fucking serial killer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, don't keep the feet. Don't keep the feet. But they're lucky. Uh, it, like, what are you well, supposed to do? Well, I mean, maybe you start jar a with side a business and then later on have a little uh, rabbit, uh, deep fried rabbit testicles. I bet those are good.
0: I don't think so. Those <laughs> can't be good.
1: <laughs> I haven't, <laughs> I've, never seen a, I've never seen, a, yeah,
0: I've never seen a sack on a rabbit and been like, them's good eats. Like I've never, now goats on the other hand, I've never had goat balls. Them things look juicy.
1: I bet they're good. I bet they. <laughs> I bet they are good. Just it, what I will you, say: on the rabbit side, Just portion wise, Brian. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Portion wise, you're gonna want to rabbit a person. So um, it's like a Cornish, yeah, one person can easily eat a whole rabbit. It's like a it's, Cornish game hen. It's like a Cornish hen. Yeah, treat <laughs> it just like a Cornish hen. <laughs> Actually, cook it almost the good. exact same way.
0: Uh, uh, this is dumb. Yeah, Do I in, get an in, orange in, orange jelly uh, to cook it in? Mm-hmm. Does that work, too?
1: Yeah, actually, duck duck uh, preparation, also very similar to mm-hmm. a rabbit. Um, and then you'll get the people who go, but it's a rabbit, and it's cute, and da And then, then show them a picture of a baby duck or a baby chicken. And then, you know, settle that argument real quick. <laughs> uh, and then offer them a rabbit. Just, hey, I happen to cook this one up for you. Uh, you'd like it. If not, I'll eat it. You'll have more room. It's not... Not a very filling meal. Uh, you're gonna put, maybe put a little uh, collard greens next to it. Colored greens. Um, yeah, my mom did say that the other day in real life. <laughs> I said, "Mom, you know that's not right." <laughs> they don't call them. A... <laughs> oh, she Michael scotted it.
0: Um, <laughs> shrewded it. I guess it's a thing now. People are saying shrewded it. I don't know what it I mean, means.
1: Yeah, it was funny though. And <laughs> so, yeah, on the whole, I'd say uh, rabbit. And goat. Two of the meats Americans need to just get accustomed to. They're delicious. Uh, Stop fucking around. I do like some goat. Goat's pretty good. You ever had rabbit? Uh, Probably. I don't...
0: I mean... Mm. I've I've eaten some questionable meals in Texas and Oklahoma. I'm sure I've had rabbit somewhere. You know?
1: Mm. Yeah, you just need to go out and get yourself a good rabbit. I know Whole Foods was selling it. I was actually going to buy some and make it for y'all, but... Then there was this massive, and I mean massive, uh, petition by rabbit owners against Whole Foods saying, we'll never shop at Whole Foods again. Now, motherfuckers, you eat goat. No, probably not. No, I was going to say. You eat beef. Uh, you eat beef. No. Um, or you know how cows are treated. Rabbits are the most sustainable meat, right? Like... They grow to be full-grown adults within a year. They multiply crazy. They don't need a ton of food. Um, it's just such a – it's a very sustainable, easy-to-raise animal. And these people are going crazy over rabbits. So, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, whatever. Whatever. Society can figure it out. I like rabbits; they're so, fucking delicious. So, <clears throat> so beyond that, she so she said, got a rabbit.
0: <laughs> she did not get a rabbit. She, uh, she. I, I told her about uh, Mrs. Brian's want and desire to uh, get a a pet otter, and uh, she was okay. like, "Oh, that would be cool." But in I don't the think pool you can. In the back? Well, and that's what I mean, that was my thought. I was gonna make her make him a little like otter grotto. I was like, that'd be pretty okay. sweet. But then I'm not gonna fucking do that. So. She was like, oh. Otters I live
1: in the ocean. Yeah. And I'm you're not... going to give it like a, a little. A, a dirt pond. Like, <laughs> end of an anchor pool. <laughs> That's,
0: That's generous too. Uh, <laughs> no, but she goes.
1: You're the fattest uh, otter in Texas.
0: <laughs> she goes, I don't think you can own an otter legally in Texas. I go, what, where are you coming up with that? You can literally do anything you want in this state and no one can say shit to you. There's a dude down outside of Austin who owns a, like a, a gang of tanks. And all he does, his business, is let people go out and drive tanks over things and shoot one round into a fucking mountain. And people pay thousands of dollars for that, and it's legal. He owns tanks. So, yeah, fuck it. I think I can get an otter, and I'll put him in a kiddie pool in the backyard. It'll be cool. I'll name him Maris. It'll be fantastic. (sighs) That's a beer joke, by the way.
1: (laughs) I didn't so, catch it, I'm sorry.
0: No, no, I'm 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 betting if you know what, uh, listeners out there, if you did catch my Maris, the otter joke, um, please hit us up on uh Twitter and Instagram at no beer left cast or facebook.com backslash no beer left behind. Let me know. It probably is
1: better that we sign off after that. <laughs> no, it was my it's my midway plug. End of the cast. Actually, why is the music not playing right now? Play us out, Brian. Um <laughs> catch me outside how about that
0: that's the wrong one. <laughs> oh, that's good enough okay
1: <laughs> so yeah i mean the 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 otter idea i think is a good idea um if you lived in the fucking ocean <laughs> otherwise <laughs> definitely animal abuse the rabbit idea i'm gonna eat it anyways i don't right <laughs> I think that Backyards might be practi- uh, practically a rabbit pasture. I think that I mean, might be local to you
0: only. The, yeah. the whole eating thing
1: <laughs> it's, uh, well, Not
0: wow. Now many mm-hmm. people are buying rabbits as pets. To be like, fuck it, I'm going to eat them too.
1: Okay, but here's the deal: you get chickens in the backyard, you eat them for sure. Yeah, right. If,
0: like, I mean, they lay they eggs. Is. They get
1: old. You eat them. I don't know. I've never owned
0: chickens. The only chickens that I've ever known anyone owning are Bicconce and Rebecca Romaine. They both got murked up. So he, I don't think Parker ever had a chance to eat them.
1: Well, I hope that Parker
0: had a plan of later on eating the chicken. <laughs> what's, your, what's your meal plan with Rebecca Romaine and Bicconce?
1: Exactly. When when was the time to chop them off, let them run for entertainment, and then grill them? Chop them <laughs> right? off?
0: I'm guessing you're assuming you're talking about their heads. Yes. Okay, yeah, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Ain't nothing, to we're cut, referring to. ain't nothing to cut that beak off. Um I mean, these are
1: they're meant for consumption.
0: I can't I can't I'm yeah. sorry. I've got a mental yeah. image a I've got okay. a mental image stuck in my head of of Boy Troy walking around with a bloody rabbit's foot on a keychain. <laughs> No, <laughs> anybody comes up to him. He's like, "Yeah, I know." My bro Frank decided to cook up some rabbit, and I got this sweet rabbit's foot from it. I'm like, you didn't wipe the blood off. you like, "Yeah, we kind of did it." <laughs> he though. gave
1: everybody a souvenir. <laughs> like,
0: but I don't know why Troy. Like, I have no basis for this, but this is just a visual that I have in my head, and it's fucking hilarious to me. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like that's that's what would happen. Anyway.
1: So so here here's a question. Uh-huh. I've got an idea to run past you. Oh fuck. I think it's a, think it's a very effective this is vegan a, campaign. A vegan campaign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I kinda like to see multiple sides of a story. Okay. And veganism is one that intrigues me because you are you are actively denying yourself some of the most delicious things on planet earth all right um including eggs and milk and cheese because it's made from milk and milk is the equivalent of raping a cow i don't okay that's what they say i'm a level
0: i'm a level three vegan i don't need anything with a shadow
1: that's, okay, so that's a good joke. That's, uh, good, that's a uh, Simpsons joke. I can't take credit for it. it?
0: The Simpsons. Lisa. The Simpsons. Lisa had a friend who uh, said that. That's Lisa. That's
1: right. That's hilarious. So, uh, the 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 idea that we had collectively got to give group credit here is if animals that got slaughtered, right. If you printed their name on the package that they came out with, right? So it's like, Daisy's ground beef. Oh, no. You tell a story about Daisy enjoying the pasture, and then at the end you say, we hope you enjoy Daisy as much as Daisy enjoyed life.
0: (laughs) are you saying this is like the surgeon general's warning on a pack of cigarettes? You think this will have the same effect?
1: All kind of poultry and meat. And then maybe, maybe, right. So maybe some sadistic dude out there is like, man, Daisy's good. So then you do like, because they have to do this, the, the, the butchers and, and, and producers start going, this is the son of Daisy right and like daisy builds out this whole following kind of like vintages and wines right oh, it's a terrible it's a, it's a, idea it's like a lineage it's a lineage play on on, on, oh, on consumer meat products
0: <laughs> it's so fucking nasty it's so nasty
1: Yes. <laughs> no, the, imagine the stories right like daisy beget by jehovah That's not okay. You you can't.
0: (laughs) It's it's not the Bible, you know that right? It's not the beef Bible.
1: Totally like the Bible. You can the beef. Can like in the end, it's like Daisy from the Jehovah Stephen John lineage. This is her ground beef. She really enjoyed the pasture, (laughs) and really enjoyed hanging out with Alfred. And then you you place Alfred's meat right next to it. This is Alfred and Daisy's ground beef.
0: I don't think <laughs> a couple couple things. I don't think you quite understand how meat's processed.
1: <laughs> no, and but just obviously there has to be some changes in processing. Oh, get that we one cow to... at a time, <laughs> and it's then we have to clean around.
0: the machines. Got to make sure we get, we get all of Alfred out of the grinder before Daisy goes in.
1: We <laughs> got to, we got to. <sighs> Frank, I think but I've heard Daisy's T-bone steak is one of the best. So I think it's you a, his and
0: Daisy hers, around. his and hers. Like uh, the the man mm-hmm. likes the Alfred cut, and yeah,
1: <laughs> you get the filet mignon, I get the steak, I get the sirloin. I don't. I think
0: your business idea might have a few holes in it. I'm not sure where, but me uh, neither. Yeah, it seems pretty airtight you know, we're, to we're, me, but I'm I'm not a, I'm not a pro.
1: Yeah, we're just pitching it, sort of doing a a little bit of crowd. um, Crowd research.
0: we I mean we're we have licked our finger and we're putting it up into the air to kind of see test that test where the wind is, you know? Sure. Yeah, we get a gauge? No
1: need to do more at this point. Mm, no. We've we've raised a million and a half. I think it's just proving the idea now.
0: Do you think we should buy some cows or um you think we'll outsource that to somebody else?
1: <laughs> no, the cow purchasing I you know, I'd like to leave that up to <clears throat> God's will, I, you just
0: lay down in a 50 spot and like, however much meat this gets me, we're just going to name send it. Me
1: yeah. <laughs> send me your best. Send me your best. Send <laughs> me
0: your best, your brightest, your poorest, your whatever the Statue of Liberty says, and we're going to turn away all those brown cows. Get them the fuck out of here. Turn them back around. I don't like that. When it was raised kosher or not, whatever we're against at the
1: moment, turn Well, them if it's raised kosher, we're going to un-kosher pretty quick. Um, I think Jared the- kosher? We're going to jericho it. Okay. So, I, was just making I, think, sure. I think we're going to uh, probably name it um, Alice, uh, uh, Ellis Island Pastures. That seems like a um, terrible idea. <laughs> it's just the pastures are about
0: the size of, I don't know, about a, about a half acre, and there's about 500 cows.
1: <laughs> right. Did you know how many concentration camps there were?
0: Yes, I did. Please, let's not revisit that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't at the time. I definitely do now. I absolutely know how many there are now.
1: Okay, I just wanted to know. Um, oh, what I'd say is uh, I think you would turn Americans off of meat so quickly if you put the story there that, you know, I don't know. I, vegans, you can steal it. <laughs> if steal you, the campaign, if you go put... troll a bunch of grocery stores, put Daisy's meat next to Alfred's. Write nice stories about how they enjoy pastures.
0: I bet something like that's already been done, hilarious. man. Does... I bet it
1: has not been done, dude. Come on, I came up with it. It's never been done. <laughs> I came up with it. Come on. Half a Reddit okay. search will give me uh, yield that exact story. But I'll give you the rest of this cast to find one example of this happening. All right. And if it hasn't, we'll declare oma Pottery, the smartest human being on this cast. Okay? <laughs> Good.
0: All right. Deal. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you on that. Let's just see. Uh, Brian? Yes? Uh,
1: how about you hit that beer count? Oh, well, I'm doing research, but I'll do that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, still, producer on the podcast.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's time for a beer count. Yeah.
1: Listen to the track beers. Beers.
0: Two. No, I'm just kidding. Um I am on my second beer. Uh <clears throat> sorry. Uh,
1: well, that, I am. That pause you're hearing is him sitting up from a very, very relaxed position. His head was falling off the screen. I was, he was so down in that little <laughs> love seat of
0: his. I uh yeah, I know I was slouched down pretty low. I was pretty relaxed in here. I got the window open. Oh. At uh, a cool breeze blowing up my shorts, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure he was giving himself a blowy. I am not that flexible.
1: I wouldn't have known because he was that far down.
0: Oh, you would so have that's known. That's just my assumption, Frank. You would have known. Trust me, you would have oh, known. Nah. No, uh, <laughs> no, so, <clears throat> so yeah. I want my second beer. Um, I uh, went and bought a six pack of uh, two hats lime which you might have heard on uh, a cast back or so that uh, two hats is a it's a definitely a below premium brand and I don't think I really explained that very well on the cast with Willem and Parker cuz they were too busy coming up with different names other than two hats. I think Parker settled on dos sombreros and was really sold on that idea. <clears throat> But Two Hats is a blue premium brand by Miller Coors, and uh, it's like $7 a six-pack for six-pack, 16-ounce cans. And this shit tastes just great. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's a guilty pleasure already. It's it's, So is it one of those
1: beers that you go, if you find you always buy, Dirty Bastard being Parker's? i got to be honest with you, man. I don't
0: know how the hell he drinks Dirty Bastard that much. He's uh, you know they make a wood
1: age dirty bastard now.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's uh called backwoods bastard. Yeah, um, I
1: wanted to try it. I, I had it,
0: it. I had it on the cast a few months back, and it was borderline disgusting. Man, uh, there's a couple oh. of the founders wood age beers this year that I did not like at all. They were gross. Anyway, no, I'll get to that bastard the the dirty bastard thing in a second, but this. Yeah, I th- I could see it being a uh, guilty pleasure beer that I just pick up whenever I run out of it at the house. It's only 4% alcohol. I mean, it's super easy to crush. It literally tastes like... You know, remember when we were making fun of Occulto, uh at the very beginning of this podcast uh, run two two plus years ago? Excuse me. And uh, someone said that Occulto was like Corona with a lime already in it. Okay. So I can see how people would describe this beer that way, but it's not. The way I would describe this beer is like uh, Nickelodeon Ultra Cactus Juice. I don't know if you ever tasted that. Or mm-hmm. uh, Bud Light Lime or Miller Chill. Any of those like lime margarita beers. <clears throat> this is like that except way, way lighter. Anyway, it's kind of a guilty guilty pleasure for me. And uh, I'm hoping... Hoping it sticks around.
1: I've had had the Bud Light Lime. I'm a fan of it.
0: See, those Um, beers are just too sweet for me. I I can't do more than like one of them a night. And that's coming from me. So (laughs) Frank's Frank's getting raided right now.
1: Yeah, I'm right next to the pantry. (laughs) Late night snack time.
0: Well, that's all good. Everybody needs everybody needs Um, their late night snicky snacks. Uh, Sniggity snackities. But what I will say about talking about sweetness is, Frank, have you had Dirty Bastard from Founders, like recently? Yeah, I've
1: had it. I, I quite enjoy it. So, it's, but but it's not it's not it's so high in alcohol that I'm not one to be like, you know, give me a couple of Dirty Bastards every night. I guess I don't know. Like I just don't like it that much.
0: I it's. It's a lot of beer, man, and I drink a lot of beer, but that's just a lot of beer to be having. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. It's not, it's not my go-to. I'll say that, but it's not. It's not bad. No, I'm no, not, it's not bad. I, I I've not had very many. I've not had a Founders that I've been like you know you can you can take it.
0: Well, and I told um, you, I, I I said on the last cast that. Uh, that Walmart redid their beer section. And now they have Founders All Day IPA, nineteen ounce cans for a dollar thirty. Uh, let me tell you what kind of game changer that shit is. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy a six pack of nineteen ounce cans for under seven dollar. You know, round about eight bucks. Like I'll I'll take that. I'll take that all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um. I think I think founders kind of they price themselves out of the uh, dipping your toe in the water beer market, and that yeah, it's what you, not good. What do you mean? No, it's, uh, founders isn't cheap. It's not. You, you buy a four pack and it's what twelve to sixteen bucks, depending on what you're buying. Well, yeah, I mean if you're
0: buying KBS or uh, <clears throat> old curmudgeon or backwards, but those Bastard. are the ones
1: that I would like. If I'm venturing out, I'm not talking about the all-day IPA. And I was like, going to
0: say, their standard offerings are line prices. I'm talking with, about the ones that
1: I'm trying to like expand my horizons on.
0: Okay. Right? Like well, they're not cheap. Well, no, but neither are other beers that you're trying to... So, one thing that you okay. got to keep in mind, Frank, you're, you've you been you've been a... You're, you're beer culture woke, okay?
1: Brian? S- what? Have you ever had Rabbit?
0: No, I haven't. We've, we've discussed... <laughs> Just Ad nauseum. No, so we're, what we're I was gone culture. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like to get you to move your to move your needle, Frank. You're gonna have to spend a little extra money.
1: You got to put a little bit more in the primer.
0: You do. Now, for me, I found this liquid gold that is two hats that move my needle real hard into the fully upright position.
1: More so than Cigar City did.
0: Nah, that beer is fucking amazing.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. All right, so in, let's not not, not cigar city level. No, but I maybe mean, for the you know what?
0: No, for the for the bang for the buck, I this better. Yeah, this is this is over this is over that. Um, Do you like you've had sequin jail? <laughs> yeah, I can't drink more than a stove pipe of sequin jail. I don't know, that know what shit, a stovepipe is. Nineteen ounce can. Uh, 19 ounce tall boy.
1: God, I love sequinchess. It's so good. It's good.
0: I can't drink more. Like I said, a, about a pint and a half. That's about where I draw my limit. It's it becomes like I'm drinking salt water, and I can't fucking do that.
1: Brian, what? You know, it goes good with the sequinchess. I swear to
0: Christ, if you say rabbit, I'm gonna hang up on this podcast. You know, right Brian,
1: now. a fucking good Cornish hen, Brian. <laughs> okay, good. fantastic with the ale. Okay, really well,
0: I, I doubt that, but okay. I would want something a little I want something to stay a uh, stand up next to that uh next to the glaze that you would put on a on a Cornish game hen. Something a little maltier, you know? I want
1: something salty to go with that. Where you got your Cornish hen from, but
0: Got it from a uh, got it from the hospital when I left after my daughter was born. That was our okay. homegoing meal. And they were like, We have okay. Cornish game hen. I I've never had that, let me try that. From a hospital. <laughs> For Frank, it was a fancy-ass hospital. I don't know if you saw the bill that I got afterwards, but... I don't doubt that it was fancy, but a Cornish game hen in a hospital setting (laughs) cannot do it justice. It was Cornish game hen, pasta, (laughs) and, like, they were, like, ribeye, and it was scratched out, and it was like, we don't have any ribeye. Okay, Okay. this is dumb. i really
1: would have preferred
0: i was like can you just give me a voucher to buy mcdonald's on the way home because i'll (laughs) just take that well over the shit
1: so i had no idea this cornish game story existed that's amazing (laughs) dude
0: so yeah, oh, when you man, have those
1: things are actually not easy to cook. It's oh, hilarious. Well, was it dry as shit when you made it. it was so dry
0: Frank. <laughs> That's what happened. It was so dry. It was like a it was like a fucking boot came out of the <laughs> Unless oven. Unless
1: you make them individually, they always turn out that way. <laughs> yeah. It was not good.
0: They like gave like specific reheating instructions, and I followed them good. to a fucking T. And that bird came out of the oh. oven. It tasted like a goddamn Doc <laughs> Martin boot
1: with some orange
0: marmalade on it i was like i don't i don't i regret my decision meanwhile mrs Bryan's over there enjoying the shit out of her spaghetti i was like well if only
1: (laughs) should have ventured down the italian
0: path you can't fuck that up yeah exactly i should have fucking known better because it was like spaghetti with meat sauce and it was like meat sauce was scratched out and it was like marinara like (laughs) okay you just okay
1: whatever you know, it's going to be undersalted because all mariners are. I, I don't in a hospital care setting, specifically, because that's probably what they give the cardio patients.
0: I don't even care, man. I just get the old shaky cheese
1: out of the, off the door. That's and just the shaky cheese. It's a great fucking term. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's Salt. a good term for fake parmesan.
0: It's salty as shit. Parmesan, <laughs> parmesan byproducts.
1: <laughs> it's frozen. Well,. <laughs> That's good shit, man. I'm uh, yeah, still soda watering up. It's good. Yeah. Um, you know, the real question that everybody has on their mind, Brian.
0: I doubt that they're going to have any of this on their mind, but what is it?
1: So, we've done, what's it, two years now yes. of podcasting. And your your beer palate, you know, it's grown, leaps and bounds. <laughs>
0: About leaps and bounds, but you know, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not quite this round level, but it's close. Um, That hurts. If if you, (laughs) that hurts. Go on. (laughs) If you go through, uh, let's say your your past, like I don't know, three months of unique beer styles. What do What do you see coming up here that that people should be trying for the summer season? Right. Because I think we're in that part of the year where things are getting interesting. We're, we're starting to see some new introductions in the market, or we maybe have hints of what might be coming. So I remember you called the flavored soda. Yeah. Um, we tasted that. It's interesting. Uh, it doesn't feel like you're drinking alcohol. And <clears throat> that's neat. Yeah, <laughs> that catches up to you real quick. So wh- what are we looking for here in the next couple months that people might be wanting to, you know, watch their grocery aisle for uh, if they happen to be so inclined in a freedom-loving state or uh, <laughs> the whole liquor store, the hot-ass <laughs> shelves of a liquor store in Oklahoma. It may or may not be cold. <laughs> it's
0: definitely not going to be cold. Uh, I would say... Uh, so... I'll, I'll give you I'll give you my answer and then I'll explain it. I'll mansplain it a little bit. So craft lo- I can't wait. I can't wait. Craft loggers are going to be where it's at.
1: Okay.
0: And I say that because I don't know the last like five years when you add, like when you hear beer beer experts and beer people talking about what the trends are in beer. Like craft loggers has always been like that floating under just under the first like two things. So five years ago it would have been IPAs. And like IPA variants and then craft loggers. Well the first two just took off like skyrocketed and, and that's that was all everybody focused on. And then it was uh, for the next like three years ago it was like IPAs and sours and craft okay. loggers. All like this so other top two just took off. So last year it would have been like juicy IPAs and craft loggers or yep. session beers, I guess maybe two years ago but all those kind of took off and fizzled out and still some of them are still kind of going and
1: but yeah the juicy the the, the juicy IPA thing is kind of going but it kind of died off it's still going very much strong it's yeah. kind of it's an interesting
0: one uh just for beer nerds cuz they can they're doing so many different random things with them so I yeah. saw a
1: picture of one that literally looked like orange juice uh
0: some of those on our Instagram page at No Beer Left Cast on Instagram. You'll see mm-hmm. uh, several juicy orange juice looking beers. Anyway, uh, but this year I, I think that that craft logger thing is actually going to catch. So there's some big big breweries putting out loggers this year, putting a lot of money behind them. One of them being Firestone Walker. So Firestone Walker okay. kind of blew the fuck up, at least here in Texas, with their 805. Uh, it was a beer that was previously mm-hmm. only sold in Central Coast, California. Um, mm-hmm. That was their like, that was their go-to ale. Um,
1: did they did they uh, take that out of the market?
0: No, it's still very much in the market, and it's doing pretty well because it's lower tiered price than their standard right. offerings. So like Union blonde Jack, ale, right? yeah, it's a blonde ale with honey, so it's yeah, a little it's so sweet, good. but it's so crushable. So, they're coming out with a beer called Firestone Lager. Firestone Lager has been, they've made it off and on over the last 21 years at Firestone, um, but it's something that's like only local and like, or only even served in the tap room sometimes. This year they're putting it out. Um, the packaging on it looks dope as shit. It's going to be line priced with 8 dollars so it's going to be approachable. And I've heard, I've not gotten my hands on the liquid, but I've heard the liquid is just straight fire. I've heard I heard it's phenomenal. Uh, there's some local breweries here in Dallas that are putting out some craft, like some some decent Pilsner offerings. And if they're able to put out that, then I feel like they'll start being able to put out some more maltier lagers. Okay. So I'm hoping, so like a Mybach or a, a Hellas Doppel or a Hellesbach or even a Doppelbach, any like a well-made Doppelbach that's actually lagered Those would be phenomenal. I could seriously drink those all day. Yeah, um, that would be my no. biggest beer trend.
1: No, that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, if if so, if craft if craft loggers go the way that they should, it sounds like we could be getting some really good beer. Um, I I for one am a big fan of a lager on a hot day. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's a way of life. Um, the one the one style that I wish more breweries would focus on, but I guess I, I don't need them to focus on it I just need them to produce it Because I don't think it's something you really need to focus To do well But the English pub ale okay. Is one of my favorite drinkable beers That you can drink I mean it, it clocks in at what Like three and a half Four and a quarter percent Depending on where you go But it's an amber ale Yeah the difference being
0: difference being With an English English ale like that uh, and like an American Amber Ale is that the hops are almost non-existent in those English pub ales. They're there to offset the sweetness so you don't get a, very big, a big malt bomb. It, it's malty, but it's drinkable malty. It's similar mm-hmm. to a German Bach uh, or a, a German Dunkel, a single Bach or a German Dunkel. So they're darker, maltier, but they're still easy, easy to drink, fairly low in alcohol. English beers... English uh, pub ales or English ESBs, extra special bitters, yep. or English pale ales—even all those are extremely drinkable under well under five percent. Um, they're approachable. The issue is they just don't sell. Um, some really good selling brands uh, in America that are technically fall within that style category, or those you know <clears throat> those little offshoots of English pub style ale categories. They don't call themselves English pub ales or English pale ales or extra special bitters. They have some random name
1: yeah. that people like to drink them. Well, it's uh, one of the better ones down here in Austin is from Oasis Brewing. Oh, uh, it's called uh, London Homesick. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a good one. I, if I find it not old, I'll buy it. Because the other thing about the the, the English pub ale is it can't be too old yeah. I don't know. Like it, it to me at least it start it starts tasting a little bit I don't know. It's all plasticky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: so because there's it's low alcohol and because it's not extremely bitter, there's mm-hmm. very few preservatives in the beer to keep it on the shelf, like to keep it tasting the same way on the yeah. shelf. They also typically have lower carbonation, uh, so sometimes it's hard to keep uh, a beer from oxidizing. Uh, with lower carbonation like that, uh, I've never had Homesick Ale from Oasis. Is it?
1: Yeah, it's Oasis. Yeah, it's an English bitter. I've never had
0: it. I've seen it it's... on the shelves, and I, Frank, to your point, uh, the dates on that on those beers usually keep me away from them.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate because it's a good beer. Um, when when I get it on tap, I'll I'll absolutely drink it. Um, English bitters. English pub ales, there's something that is, they're so approachable for the non-beer drinker, um, <clears throat> and I, I, I don't know if they came from a response to people. So outside of America, cider is massive, um, and I feel like maybe their transition beer is like an English pub ale because it's 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 got a little sweeter tinge to it. Um, but made well, it's it's a you mow the lawn. It, it's in that it's in that five hundred eight um, or eight hundred five Firestone Walker lineage of like being able to mow the lawn, drink the beer. It's hot as fuck outside. You will have a good time.
0: You want to know where the where the beer kind of got its start?
1: <laughs> sure, go ahead.
0: Uh, so in England, they were taxed on alcohol by volume or alcohol by weight. So English breweries. Uh, wanted to keep the alcohol down, so they would keep their taxes down. So they would make uh, small beers, m- well under 5%. They would use basically only English malted uh, malts. So one of them being Maris Otter. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that was the Otter joke name earlier in the oh. night. <laughs> um, that is a that is a British maltster.
1: Um, <laughs> Yes, man, we have come full circle. We have come full circle.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, they also because they were taxed so heavily on alcohol production, they um, also wanted to keep the cost of the product down, so they weren't using a whole lot of malt in general. Okay, uh, but the malt that they were using, they wanted high yield of sugar, and they didn't want to um, take up any more space in their mash tun with colored malts. So everything was usually light in color fairly lowly bittered, um, because they didn't have a whole lot of hop options grown in, grown in England. And then, uh, everything was kind of either blended. So if you had a beer that came out higher in alcohol, it was blended back with a beer with lower alcohol to give you some middle ground. Um, and back in the day, basically they had very little, very little to no, uh, idea of what, sanitized was, and uh, or what yeast did when it was crossed contaminated so a lot of the beers were infected with Britannomyces because they used a, a, a very intricate way of fermenting beer. They would use actual uh, cubes, stone cubes, to pour the beer in, and it would actually transfer from one level of stone cube to a, a level of barrels, uh, where the beer would then rest, so wooden barrels, they would have cooperages in each one of their brew houses, so... Uh, all along the way, the beer was being oxidized, making it fairly sweet. Um, okay. They also had no temperature control, so that yeast uh, the, that English brewers use produces... they That yeast strain produces a lot of esters, so it also gives it some fruitiness and uh, it, it accentuates the sweetness of those low-alcohol, low-bittered beers. Anyway, okay. that's also how porters became a thing, is... Um, A man uh, patented a roasting drum uh, that would roast malts (laughs) with indirect heat, and it would basically brown malt. Uh, So, I'm sorry, it would not brown malt. It would blacken malt without it catching on fire. So what British brewers would do to make a dark beer, they would make a light beer, and then they would throw in just a handful of black grain to change the color of the beer. So uh, that's why English Porter is very akin to a German Schwarzbier beer or a black lager because essentially it's the same thing. They, to make a Schwarzbier, beer, you take a Pilsner and you add a hand, a very small amount of roasted malt to change the color of the beer. You add a little bit of aroma, a little bit of taste, but essentially a, sh- a well-made Schwarzbier beer is going to taste very similar to a Pilsner. So,
1: so, <clears throat> Brian, from a... So if, if people ask me, okay... What do you think about, like, what's a good uh, version of an Italian lager, pilsner, like a a light beer, Mm -hmm. right? I normally say Peroni is a pretty damn good example Mm -hmm. of of kind of that style, right? Or if someone said, hey, what's a good example of that from the Caribbean? I'd say Presidente. Um, From an English ale ESB... Kind of that world of, of specific styles of English beers that people can get. What would you say is, is a good example? So, unfortunately, we
0: we we don't get many of them here in the United States. We get a lot of a lot of uh, English style beers. Not a lot of them are good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. So Fuller's makes an ESB. Fuller's is probably the biggest brewery that we get here in the central part of the United States. Are they the
1: banana bread people?
0: That's Wells. Um okay, Wells well. Wells makes a damn good uh ESB as well. It's called Wells Bombardier Bombardier. Not Bombardier. Uh Bombardier. And but do
1: not call the airline company Bombardier Bombardier. They,
0: no, they, they get, get real really butthurt. Anyway. Uh Wells makes a pretty good ESB, uh, Fuller's makes a pretty good ESB, but getting them fresh is very difficult. So here's what I suggest. If you want to taste what a pub ale is supposed to taste like, and this sound this may be cheating, but whatever, I'm going to say it, go get Boddington's. Boddington's pub ale in uh, like 16-ounce cans. The beer is nitrogenated, okay, so it's not going to be exactly to style, but it'll be very close to how it's served when it's on cask. Okay. Um, and in, in, in England, a lot of their beers are served on cask, uh, through, uh, a hand, a hand pump and it gives it a very creamy mouthfeel. doesn't give a whole, there's n- almost no carbonic acid. So it accentuates the sweetness of the beer basically. Anyway, Boddington's is one of my favorite, uh, English style beers because it's in a can it usually gets here pretty fresh and uh, stays pretty like it doesn't stick around on the shelf for very long, and it's fairly inexpensive. So,
1: so <clears throat> I, I've not had Boddingtons. I'll have to try.
0: They're in like uh, bright yellow cans. They look. They'll be sitting next to Guinness probably on most people's shelves. Okay. They're made by the, They're no, imported I'll, by the I'll, same people.
1: I'll definitely have to give it a try. I think uh, personally, for me. The one that brings back the memories of like being in London and stays true to style, but I don't—I only ever buy it on tap for obvious reasons. Um, Old Speckled Hen is pretty damn close.
0: Uh, Old Speckled Hen is fucking lights out, man. I forgot about that beer. Yeah,
1: if you can get Old Speckled Hen on tap. Do not buy it in the bottle. No, because uh, they still have it in clear bottles. The bottle clear bottle, is a clear bottle <laughs> too. Yeah, <laughs> just don't do it. It's an awful idea. Yeah, old speckled uh, it hen. Depends, whatever. Thirty days to come across the ocean. At don't, least, do not buy old speckled hen in the bottle.
0: Old speckled hen in the bottle. When you open it, it smells like the stoner, the high school stoner's car. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. But if
1: if you can get it on tap, yes, and it's nitro. It it. doesn't even matter if it doesn't have
0: to be nitro. Uh, When we I visited y'all in New York, that was some of the best beer, some of the best imported beer I've ever had. Uh, We had Peroni there in New York City, and I was that was probably one of the better Peronis I've ever had, the best actually. I did some did some uh,
1: back. That was the one we had at the uh, the pier pier bar uh, Battery
0: Park Bar or whatever.
1: yeah, 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 where we watched the Statue of Liberty.
0: Yeah. It, did, it I was gonna say it didn't do still a whole lot. It there. just just stood there for a while.
1: Still standing still. <laughs> uh, but
0: no, I had uh, old speckled hen that trip, and I had oh, what the hell else?
1: You had a uh, uh, speckled hen. Uh, no, 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 cider. No.
0: no, no, I, it wasn't Magners. It was uh, the Kolsch. It was uh, fucking Fru. Fru Colsh, okay, and that in uh, that wake like, whiskey bar that we went to after uh, we went to see a Broadway play. Yep, that that Colsh yep. was fucking lights out. I remember I crushed a stangy of that and like three pints of Old Speckled Hen, yep. I, dude. Let me tell you. So that's actually when you brought up Peroni, when you brought up like, Hey, if you want an example of this, go drink Peroni. I almost said like, when you were like, what would a good example of English beers be? I would almost like get in a fucking plane and fly to at least the East coast <laughs> because once this shit gets over here, tank it good. It's ridiculous. Well, So
1: you can find, so in the Austin area, there's two bars where I will order old speckled hen. One is Fido's. They're closing. Um, and the other one is right down the street from Fido's And I'm forgetting the name of it. It's the other. So if you want to get old speckled hand at a place that sells a ton of it, find your local English Premiership League bar. Yep. They will sell out of that shit. Um, and they get enough of it and they keep it on tap and they keep rotating it. You will enjoy it. Well, It'll Frank, fresh. what I was going to say is it's
0: bringing it more full circle again might I suggest you find a local brewery who makes a damn good English mild like Pegasus city in Dallas, Texas. Is that,
1: is that, is that good? Yeah, it's phenomenal, yeah. man. I, I mean like, so Brian knows I have a soft spot in my heart and I've said it from the beginning for English style ales. I think they're balanced. I think they're drinkable. I think they are, um, they don't try to do anything fancy. And I like that, right? It's, it's a simple – so uh, Brian, went, went, when, when I was living in New York, we went to um, a really, really old bar. And Willem is going to kill me because I am forgetting the name of it. Um, but it is a bar where the, uh, like, the revolutionists uh, went to – God, what is the name of it? Uh, regardless it's the bar has been around since the like early 1800s. And I think it's actually the oldest bar in America and still operating. They simply ask you, do you want light or dark beer? Yes. The light beer is a lager. The dark beer is an English style. um, uh, Ale essentially. Um, And they bring that out. They've been making the same beer with the same recipe since then. Some would argue you could approve the recipe, whatever. It's their shtick. Um, But it's like, it's so drinkable. The English beers are so drinkable um, without being fancy. Like there's, there's nothing outwardly insane from a flavor perspective I honestly... But by God, if you drink one, you will enjoy it. Like, it's just... <laughs> so I'll, I'll
0: say, like, <clears throat> when you know, I started off the cast with this beer, I gave it the wrong name. I gave it the porch ale, and it's not what this beer is called. It's called High Point. I was doing some research on it just to make sure that I wasn't tasting, like, like what I was tasting was supposed to be there. So <clears throat> they literally described this beer, Frank, and I didn't d- d- vouch for me here. I didn't talk to you about it before the cast. They... Nope. they uh Describe this beer as the copper-colored ale pays homage to the iconic mercantile building downtown in downtown Dallas, the highest point in the city until 1954. Malty and delicious, our flagship ale was created and enjoyed on a porch looking out upon the very building. When the clock strikes five, you'll find your favorite seat on a porch and celebrate the high point of your day. Like, that shit right there just That's described cool. exactly, like, I don't know. It, it, listen... Pegasus City fucking won me over with their triple. They're winning me over with the rest of their shit that they're making. But and they're be, brand new, yeah. Yeah, I mean less than a year old. And That's I'm going to awesome. be honest with you, uh, going through going through and uh, I brewed an English pale ale last week uh, with some people at work and trying to get them through the uh, certified Cicerone program. So you know, for the brewing process, we went and, went and brewed a beer. And uh, brewing that English pale ale, like, just, it brought back so many memories of early on in my brewing. Like, when I first started home brewing, like, I was brewing once a week with Derek, and, like, yep. and we were going through all kinds of fucking styles, and I remember... <laughs> and then Derek
1: forgot to put it into the, uh, the closet.
0: <laughs> he did... He did forget to do that. I think he's since grown, learned from that lesson. Uh, he definitely
1: has. He definitely has. I think. I think Derek has some stories about forgetting stuff and brewing is, or forgetting to do stuff, not w- forgetting
0: it. When we when we moved Derek out of his apartment, we had a wheat uh, hefeweizen that had been sitting for eight months, I think, or six months, something like that. He goes, "Oh shit, I forgot about this." <laughs> He's like, he honestly, like, we're moving him out, and he's like, do we bottle this? I'm like, no. No, we don't bottle it. We throw it on your neighbor's side, and then we walk off.
1: Like, <laughs> did you smell it? Did yeah, you uncork it? We
0: did. <laughs> oh, we absolutely did, because we nerded oh, out on a little bit. We're like, does it have a pellicle? I'm like, is it infected? I'm like, no, it wasn't any of that. It was just a cleanly made beer that got left for way too long. <laughs> anyway, but brewing all those beers, like, you start appreciating the simplicity that is, like, a, a beer. And yep. and there's something super simple yet satisfying about a beer like an English style pub ale, like you said, man. Like it's just easy drinking. You don't have to think about it. Like when you start drinking some of these big ass beers and beers with a lot of flavors added back, you're like, "Do I taste that?" Well, I don't taste that. It was on the label, but I don't taste it. So that's kind of a bummer. I'm like, no, you just drink a beer to drink a beer, and I think that's where. That's where that's why I say what I did about the uh, the craft lager uh, movement p- kicking up this year because that's kind of the americanized version of of these english style beers. They yeah sure they're hoppier than their german german brethren, but that's fine. It, 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 like they don't they don't need to be anything other than drinkable.
1: Yeah. And go I don't know. go get yourself an english style beer. It's, Shit, yeah. Ugh.
0: Hey, and if so if good. all if all they have at the store is Newcastle, yeah, pick, pick that up. Just taste it. If you've never had it before, taste it. You'll be you'll be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" But you will be drinking four of them by the end of the night, and be like, "You know what? This is not bad. It's not a bad way to end New, the evening."
1: Newcastle is good enough. It is. It's it's not the best. No, but whatever you do, trust me on this.
0: Do not get old speckled hen in a bottle.
1: <laughs> do not do that. Just don't. I, I I went online and I like made the I made the mistake of trying to figure out. Hey, old speckled hen, what do people think about it? They bought it in a bottle. That is not. <laughs> don't do that. Do not, America. If we don't do us, that. Do not buy old speckled hen in a bottle. They do sell them in cans if they actually have them in cans in your spot, and they've got the little ping pong ball nitro in them. Buy that. That's fine. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, but So I, I've bought those in Minnesota before, but do not fuck around with a clear bottle Old Speckled Hen. That is just, mm. You are doing a disservice to that beer, and if you can, find it on tap.
0: That Absolutely.
1: And to your point, Brian, it's simplistic. So I, Brian knows, get to a point where I can't drink more beer. I switch. Yeah, it's embarrassing.
0: Drum, it's pretty I soon.
1: to scotch whatever Um, if Old Speckled Hen were to be available that would be my go to because it's it's something that like it's not uh, overly flavorful it's not like overwhelming um, and uh, it just it just doesn't have that big beer thing to it uh, that people don't look for you don't have palate palate fatigue by the end of uh, one point that's 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 nice There's no pal fatigue at the end of drinking that. It's it's so good. God, old speckled head. Dude How Frank
0: I Frank, I think when you next time you come to Dallas, I'll have to get you I'll have to get you a sixer of this high point. I think you'll greatly enjoy this. And I don't know if you see it, but it's in a three sixty can so you can drink oh, straight out this. of it. That's fantastic, I'm, dude.
1: I might be one of the few people at the moment that like passionately love English ale like english style beers because i'm looking online and i look up these beers that i love and everybody's like oh 2.5 2.75 yeah Fuck dude you yeah, <laughs> dude. Shit is so good
0: <laughs> i like I, you remember all those people are rating their beer based off of what they like to drink so yeah. i mean they, 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 this beer is i you know what there's some really good beers out there that I can honestly say they're not for everybody. This beer uh, and the beers that we've discussed, English style ales, those beers should be for everybody. <laughs> there's no reason you shouldn't they be should. They should be. I mean,
1: there's there's just nothing there that, that would, is. That
0: would be like saying that bold
1: or upsetting or it, it's what British people get drunk on. Like if they <laughs> if they in
0: drink large it. quantities. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, well, yeah. It's, like,
0: it's like hey, it's noon.
1: <laughs> pour me an old speckled hen, and then it's the same beer at seven p.m. God and he's damn. had fucking thirty of you made me.
0: You make me want to go find fucking old speckled hen on tap somewhere.
1: oh god, it's so good. It's so good. All, All right, right, Brian.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna kick us
0: off into uh, into the great beyond.
1: I think it's rapid tap tap time.
0: It is, and I'm gonna hit it with a we okay, kick old school and do a little Kendrick and Future. Anyway, uh, so thank you for all. Uh, thank you, all, wow! Thank you all for listening to us tonight. Uh, thank
1: you for all wide and far, deep and narrow.
0: Yes, all those descriptors and more. Uh, be sure you rate and review uh, "Nobody Left Behind" on iTunes, especially that helps because iTunes kind of got a monopoly on uh, podcast strength of strength of uh, I don't know grading. Unless you're one star, in which case. Why'd you
1: even turn it on, man? Yeah, for sure lose our number. You turn it on? Man, <sighs> God damn it.
0: I feel like I feel like my it's mom
1: like
0: I feel like my mom was at one star. <laughs> it was like just disappointed. Anyway. <laughs>
1: just disappoint. Left no review. It's <laughs> just, <laughs> just one star. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: anyway, uh leave us a review, uh tell us tell us some friends, and uh be sure to reach out to us on social media at facebook.com backslash no beer left behind uh twitter uh is at no beer left cast that's where frank gets real testy with some local politicians and on dare, instagram Dan
1: patrick you can go fuck your own asshole
0: instagram at no beer left cast as well it's a lot more friendly over there it's a lot more beer centric over there as well it's unless I like you're Dan come. patrick no Dan Patrick is none of all Frank Uh, i like to call our Instagram page the beerstagram page because it's
1: pretty 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 active pretty beer centric unless you're Dan Patrick alright
0: everybody uh, for Brian here in North Texas
1: I'm out Uh, for Frank if you have not listened to the Logic track More 44 definitely do yourself a favor that is a fantastic song Uh, additionally Dan Patrick you are the worst human being known to man nay, known to species kind Uh, Greg Abbott you are at the top of the list as well but Dan Patrick did happen to say that old people need to pay uh, less taxes in the coming decade when they created all this mess so fuck you dude outside of that Frank's out bing